but I can't really talk about my grandma's honking titties in front of my dad and sister. <laughs> Maybe these people who murder aren't such bad people. Maybe they just eat a little bit too much candy and fly off the deep end. Grow the fuck up. Maybe that's why you got COVID. Because the only things you put in your body are shit that tastes good because you're a fucking child. Alright? Grow the fuck up. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Hey, your old pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Tuesday this week, alright? Don't hold anything against me. Missed a day. My apologies. But hey, hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a great weekend. Hope you had a great Christmas. Hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. It's alright. It's the end of 2021, goddammit. Get a fresh start in the new year, but get it together, will ya? Uh, anything big coming up in my world? Announcements? Really none. None right now. I'll be in Iowa with my friend, uh, my good buddy, Aaron Weber, co-host co -host <laughs> of uh, Nate Land, Nate Bargazzi's podcast. My good friend, Aaron Weber, he's the co-host. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be, where are we going to be? We're going to be in Dubuque, Iowa. January 14th and the 15th at the Comedy Bar. Come through, come say hey. Other than that, that is all I have lined up at this particular moment. Am I looking at my calendar right now? Yeah, you betcha. But that's it, man. I'm up in uh, I'm up in Michigan at the moment. So if you're uh if you're on the video, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're going, "Joe, where the fuck where the fuck are you right now, buddy?" That looks like a little bit of a strange room you're in. Yeah. It is. This is my uh, my sister's old my sister's old room. I have my computer set up here, so that's where the podcast is going down. If you'll notice, there are some uh, ceramic masks back there, as well as uh, what else do we have? Some DVDs, and it looks like uh, looks like some blankets over in the corner there. But just <laughs> this is what we're doing, people. This is how it's going on the road. Uh, but what you been up to, man? Did you have a nice Christmas? It's been great. I've been in Michigan for a week now, visiting family, running around, running myself absolutely fucking ragged. And uh, usually when I come and visit home people, I don't know if you do this. I don't know if you live near your family or not. But uh, usually when I come up to Michigan, I always lie and tell them that I'm going to be here two or three days after I'm actually going to be here. Because if I tell my family that I'm going to be home on a specific day, boy, they like to fill every single one of my days with shit. <laughs> you know, and it's all good. It's good seeing everybody and catching up and hearing about how everyone's really done nothing much since the last time I saw them. But hey, that's okay. That's part of uh, friendship and family. You know what I mean? You just listen to the same stories they've been telling over and over again and because you love them, and that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but I usually like to take a couple few days to myself, chill, get acclimated, but I fucked up this time around, and, uh, and I told everybody when I was going to be in Michigan, so I've just been running my fucking ass off the whole time I've been up here, man. It's been great. But I am thoroughly exhausted, and I still have about uh, another six days here. Something like that. I can leave whenever the fuck I want, but I'm sticking around for a bit. But hey, man, if uh, you guys came out to any of the shows that I were uh, I did while I was up here, if you came out to Blackstone Smokehouse in Flint, thank you from the bottom of my heart. That was fucking incredible, man. That's the first show I've done in Flint. Uh, you know, very close to 
where I went to school, where I grew up, all that kind of shit. And uh, that fucking thing sold out. So I, I, I thank everybody that showed up, packed that motherfucker out. It was great. I honestly didn't know most of the people there, so that's good. You know, I had uh, a handful of friends there. They all behaved themselves this time, so that's very good. Didn't have to fucking tell anybody that they're uninvited to further shows or future so shows. That's fucking great. Fucking uh, my family came through. My sister came through with her fella. And uh, my fucking dad came and saw me do stand-up for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. And... Uh, I don't know why he was there. I didn't know he was going to come and show up, but uh, he did, and he seemed like he had a uh, he had a good time. He's a good guy. He goes to church and stuff like that, you know. He grew up Catholic, but, uh, you know, so I, <laughs> I don't want to expose him to my particular brand of comedy, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's seen some clips on the internet here and there, and uh, his cousins that uh, I knew from when I was a wee wee lad, my dad's cousins, they're always fucking with me on like Facebook and liking my shit, sharing it, all that stuff. So they came out, which I kind of expected or I thought that they might, but I had no idea my fucking dad was going to be there. But he had fun. It was good. You know, I probably leaned back a little bit. You know what I mean? Pulled it back. It's always weird being around your fucking, you know, your family. I can't really talk about my grandma's titties in front of my family. You know what I mean? I can post it on the internet and if they so happen to see it, then hey, that's totally fine. But I can't really talk about my grandma's honking titties in front of my dad and sister. <laughs> it's a difficult joke to get through. You know what I mean? But still, show was great. Friends came up from Detroit, fucking Johanna, Connor Mead, uh, Blaine Hill. Uh, Kyle Forsyth, EJ Watson, all these great kids from Detroit. Pretty much everyone who's helped me along the way with shows in Michigan, they came out. We all had some fun, man. It was a good show. You know, <laughs> dad got to see new comedy for the first time. He seemed like he was really enjoying himself and was like, hey, you did a good job. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is what I've been doing for nine fucking years. Dad, this is why I lived in a van. This is why you guys don't see me as often as you should uh, because I'm doing this shit, because I'm trying to figure this fucking thing out. So a very good, great show here in Flint. Detroit was fun. Detroit is always fun. We do 313 Comedy. If you're ever in Detroit, look them up. They have a free show every fucking Sunday at Detroit Shipping Company. And man, that show was fucking off the chart too. It's not a big room, but they packed it out. And uh, everyone who came out was fucking fun. A real good time. I saw my buddy there, my good friend Jack. That's like, uh, I've known that dude since either first or second grade. I've known that dude most of my fucking life. And uh, he came out, we hung out, we kicked it. Always good to see uh, old friends when you're back in town. You know what I mean? Hope you all had some fun over the holidays, too. I haven't really been, I mean, other than that, it's just been being around fucking, did the two shows and then, you know, Christmas and Christmas Eve and just seeing family and spending time with my niece. She seems to like me now, so that's... You know, that's a little bit better, I guess. She's she's crazy. She's crazy. But uh, I don't know. Especially when she eats candy. God damn, kids act different when they get that candy in them. It's not good. It's not good, people. I know candy is like... I don't know. It just seems like your kids are always... So, like it's okay for kids to have candy. But I don't, I'm not too sure it is. I'm not too sure it's good for anybody to be eating candy, to be honest. After seeing how... It changes a child's personality. 
I think I've talked about this on the podcast last time I was home or something like that. But I swear to God, man, my niece is like, she's fine. You know, she might be just making crazy kid noises and shit like that. But you give her, give her like a York peppermint patty or something like that. And within three minutes, fucking Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You know what I mean? She's screaming. She's grunting. She's pooping in her hand and throwing it at people. It's fucking chaos, man. It's very worrisome. She's grabbing a knife and threatening her baby brother. She's like, I'm going to stab this motherfucker in the head. It's like, God damn. Maybe you shouldn't be eating all that candy. You're acting like a lunatic. So it just makes me think, you know, like, maybe these people who murder aren't such bad people. Maybe they just eat a little bit too much candy and fly off the deep end. You know what I mean? Jeffrey Dahmer, maybe he just, you know, had too many Reese's Pieces one day and just started fucking whatever he did. What'd he do? Did he eat bitches? I don't know. Did he eat people? Was it mostly ladies? Or was he one of them gay guys that just kills other... <laughs> that just kills other guys and eats them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's weird seeing... You know, it's like... um, Maybe it's not all kids, too. Maybe some kids can handle their candy. You know? We all have a friend. You might be that fucking friend when you drink a little. You're fine drinking like beer. You know, maybe you have a glass of wine. You're fine. But maybe, you know, you sip that tequila and then the devil comes out or something like that. We all know somebody like that. We all may have something that does that to us. So maybe it's not all kids that candy makes crazy. Maybe it's just my niece. Maybe she just shouldn't have candy. Just like other people I know shouldn't have tequila or you know, methamphetamines. Some of my friends can handle meth very well, but a lot of them just can't. A lot of them, as soon as they start smoking meth, they start scratching and, you know, trying to sell uh, old rolls of sausage for pennies on the dollar. It's no good. It's room temp, you know, but you try and help a friend out when you can. Anyway, that's been good. I think I'm taking my grandma to the casino this week. So that'll be fun. Yeah, the one with the titties. <laughs> We're going to be taking her to the casino this week, do a little bit of gambling. So I'll have that story for you next week. You know, it's been a very mellow week, man. I haven't been doing shit. I've just been kicking it, laying low. I didn't do the podcast. It's just been a long few days. I was going to do the podcast after the show on Sunday, but by the time I got back here, it was like 10 o'clock and probably later than that. It was probably close to 11 and I just wasn't going to fucking do it, you know? And then I was like, well, maybe Monday morning. And it's like, nah, I'll wake up, have some coffee with my mom, kick it with her for a little bit and then do some work. No, I don't feel as rushed being up here uh, in Michigan, but I still wanted to check in, say, hey, make sure you guys are doing all right and hopefully having some fun, maybe bringing a little bit of fun to your week. Everyone's got fucking COVID. I don't know if you got COVID or if you don't got COVID, but it seems like everybody's getting fucking COVID all of a sudden. Everyone's getting sick, the flu, whatever the fuck they're getting. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying healthy out there. You know what I mean? But it does seem like as soon as I left Atlanta, everybody, every fucking comic in Atlanta is like, I got COVID. And I don't know why that's to be such a public thing. You know, I guess it's like, oh, if you were in contact, everyone feels the need to apologize once they've had COVID. Have you guys noticed that? 
where people are like, I got COVID. I'm real sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry I did that to you. It's like, fuck off. The self-righteousness and all that shit. I bet some people haven't even gotten COVID. They're just on the fucking internet going, hey, I got COVID and I'm real sorry. Just because you know how fucking demented people are and the their need for attention and praise all the fucking time. So I wouldn't put it past some of these two-faced fucking comics to be out in the world going, I got COVID when they didn't have it. You know what I mean? Just so they can look like they're doing the right thing and being a good person, all that shit. But either way, everyone's got it. The whole state of New York has it. But uh, I'm still chilling. <laughs> Eat your ginger, people. I can't, you know, I don't know much about health. I'm not a fucking doctor, but I consume uh, a lot more ginger than most people. Raw ginger. I eat a lot of raw ginger. I drink it. I put it in shakes, you know. And I don't know if that has anything to do with, you know, obviously, I think it's good for your immune system from what I've heard, right? I don't know. I don't know what it is. All I know is that when I, uh, when I, when I'm sticking with my fucking ginger, when I'm eating raw ginger and I'm getting some lemon in there, a little cucumber, here's my shake, people. I'll just explain my shake to you. This is what I drink probably when I'm <laughs> seven days a week when I'm on and then maybe three days a week when I'm like fucking off, whatever, getting too drunk and not want to deal with it. But here's the shake. Ginger, cucumber, apple. That's how I start the base with it. A little bit of water in there, squeeze a lemon juice, right? On top of that, I like to do those first because those are kind of like the water-based uh, ingredients to the shake. On top of that, handful of spinach. On top of that, handful of kale. Blend that shit up. It's not going to taste good, people. It's not supposed to, though. All right? Everyone's like, oh, well, that sounds like it'd be good for you, but it doesn't taste good. Grow the fuck up. Maybe that's why you got COVID because the only things you put in your body are shit that tastes good because you're a fucking child. All right? Grow the fuck up. It's not supposed to taste good because it's good for you. Blend that shit up, right? As uh, that's getting a nice consistency to it. This is what I like to do, people. I blend all that shit up. Nice consistency. Then I put a banana in there to smoothen it out, you know? Makes it a little bit easier going down the hatch. Makes for a great dump. I know that, too. So that's what I've been doing. And I don't know if it's helping me any, but, you know, anytime I eat raw ginger, hey, I feel pretty fucking good. I know that. I feel pretty fucking good most of the time when i'm putting ginger in my body so food for thought you know ginger who would have thought if you have that <laughs> in, in your diet it might be good for you i don't know i'm just telling my own experience again i'm not a doctor what you got to do people eat raw ginger and eat ass those are my two things to maintaining this fucking adonis physique that i have in the health of a fucking Ox, you know, ginger, and assholes. All right? That's Dr. Joe. That's his advice. Everyone is like tired of Fauci. Hey, how about you come to Dr. Joe? How about he gives you some real advice? Joe Rogan? No, Joe Kelly. <laughs> My last name was Rogan. Nobody would like me. <laughs> or a lot of people would, but you know what I mean. But that's all I'm saying. Maybe give that a try. <laughs> Before you do your ivermectin, you know, take a little swig of ginger and eat eat somebody's dirty butthole. I'm sure it'll make, you know, if it even if it doesn't knock out your illness, it'll make you feel better spiritually. I'll say that. It'll make you feel good on the inside, having a couple of, couple of butt cheeks over your, your eyes, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Delicious, nutritious, I feel great. 
I hope you're feeling great too. <laughs> anyway, man, I don't even know. I saw one video. It's funny being back in Michigan because it's like it hasn't been super snowy. It's been relatively cold, but it hasn't snowed a bunch. But like it did, it has snowed. Roads have been icy. There hasn't been. The city hasn't shut down. No one is freaked out, you know. Like being in the South, anytime it snows, everyone just freaks the fuck out. Haven't seen an accident. Nobody's been spun out in any ditches. It's just like people know how to drive in the snow up here. But as soon as you get in the South, if it snows just a little bit, people freak the fuck out, man. I remember when I lived in Washington, D.C. and it snowed. I was working for a traffic network down there, too, doing traffic on the radio, right? And it fucking snowed. And, bro, people just were, like, abandoning their cars on the interstate. They were just sitting there. They weren't moving. I didn't think – they probably didn't have many other options, but a lot of people, what happened was uh, I guess they got stuck in traffic, didn't have enough gas, ran out of gas. So they were just like, well, fuck this. My car's not going anywhere, and nobody else is because it's snowing. So they just get out and walk. Left so many cars on the interstates. They don't have any plows either, and they're not really prepared for snow. Same thing in Atlanta, man. It snows, and people are like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, chill. The best thing you could do when it snows is chill and understand that your brakes aren't going to work. If you start sliding, the worst thing you could possibly do is hit your brakes. They're going to lock up, and you're just going to keep sliding. I saw this video. I don't know where it was from, <laughs> but I swear to God, people. Like, people panic so easily about everything. You know what I mean? That's why it's hard for me to take anyone anybody's concern about anything too seriously, especially as Americans. Americans are so hypersensitive to every fucking thing that people just freak out, they panic, they don't know what to do, and they make poor decisions time and time again, you know. So odds are good if everybody is worried about something, I'm not going to be the one participating in that worry. You get what I'm saying, people? I got my own worries that I probably make up most of them anyway, just like we all do. Worry about nothing. Worry about what's going to happen instead of just living in the now. And instead, you know, worrying about something that's that's going to happen and then never does. You spend all that time worrying about shit. I don't worry about nothing. You know what I mean? It's, again, especially if other people are worried about it. Once about more than 10 people start worrying about something, I go, oh, that's probably not that big of a deal. That's just how my mind works. Am I right? I'm not saying I am. I'm not saying I am. But again, as soon as 10 people start worrying about something, I go, that's probably not that big of a deal. You know, people are going to freak out. But anyway, you got to stay calm at all times through life. You know what I mean? So when shit really does go wrong, you'll be prepared a little bit better. You'll be calm. You'll be in the moment. You might save your own life. All right. So this video, it snows somewhere. It's fucking snowing, right? <clears throat> This ain't even the animal video clip of the week. I don't even have one this week. I might have one. I'm not pulling out of my ass. Anyway, this video, it's like this lady is driving down a snowy hill, right? And her car starts sliding and her brakes are locked up. And <laughs> for some reason, there's somebody on their porch just like videotaping her sliding. She's just screaming. Her door's open. She, her brakes are locked up. She's sliding down a hill. She decides to open her door so she can yell for help. Do you understand what I'm saying, people? This lady is dumb as fuck. You know, not only is she slammed on her brakes while she's sliding, she's also decided to open her door. And she's going, help, I don't know what to do. What should I do, everybody? 
And they're like, well, first and foremost, why don't you maybe get back in the car? That's probably, <laughs> probably the first thing you should do to avoid a complete disaster is get back in your fucking car, you stupid twit. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, no, I can't stop my car. What do I do? Uh, tuck and roll? Is that how this works? <laughs> Imagine if that was the solution to any time there was, <laughs> your car was out of control. It was just fucking bail. And it wasn't even going fast. It's a side street. You know what I mean? Sliding down a side street, maybe 10, 15 miles an hour. It's not bad. But everybody in the neighborhood's like, get out, don't get out of your car, stay in your car, right? So she's just, she's in the car, door's still open, just spinning around. Here comes another car. Guess what that car does too? Locks up its fucking brakes, you know? So now that car is, we'll say another 10, 15 miles per hour, maybe 20. Maybe we'll say 20. We'll give it a little bit more speed. It's about to hit dumb lady number one's car, right? And all of a sudden she just bails out in the fucking middle of the street. You know what I'm saying? Tuck and roll, barrel roll out of the fucking car. And then her car gets hit. And uh, luckily the the car, her car spun around her. So it didn't hit her and neither did the other person. But it's like, what? In what fucking, what reality are you living in? Where you think the best thing you can do if a car is about to hit your car is to lay in the middle of the road. But you didn't think that all the way through, did you? No, there's no way you did. My solution for not being able to stop my car is to just get out and hope for the best. What the fuck, people? What the fuck? I need to be teaching some master classes on just fucking regular, normal day existence. You know what I mean? White bitches, keep your dogs on a leash and don't jump out of your fucking car. If it's moving, okay? <laughs> White fellas, stay out of therapy. Uh, everybody else, keep do whatever you want. Because, you know. Because <laughs> I can't tell you shit. <laughs> but those are my three pieces of advice. Three pieces of advice for the, the all the white folks out there. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. Fucking learn how to drive in the snow. Don't slam on your brakes if you're ever sliding in the snow. Ride that shit out. That's what you do. You start sliding when you lock your brakes, but if you just let your to your tires roll with it. I'm not saying, you know, if you're fucking power sliding doing 45, yeah, you might get in a little bit of trouble. But for the most part, just let off your brake and you'll be fine. Nine times out of ten, if you're sliding when the roads are icy, if you just let off your brake, you'll you'll probably make it out. And ride that bitch out, no problem. I bet. I bet. If you've ever, hey, who listens to this podcast and drives in the snow? Let me know some of your tips and tricks for getting through the uh, the snowy road weather. You know what I mean? Hey, everybody. That's going to be it for this week. Quick one, short one. Hey, appreciate your time. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Hope you've had some fun this week. Hope you had a nice holiday. Hey, fucking have a happy fucking New Year, too, will you? Do me a favor. Can you do that for me? Have a happy fucking New Year. ASMR style, baby. We're all over the mic right now. 
Does this sound better when I talk like this? Or is it better when I'm in the front? Does this help you fall asleep? Does it give you a boner? You want to see my tits while I'm talking like this? Ooh-wee, sign up to my OnlyFans and I'll keep talking like this and show you my hairy tits. All right, <laughs> go to joekellycomedy.com for uh, upcoming shows, videos, all that nonsense. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hey, and if you haven't checked out Ladies and Leftovers, do that. First comedy album, put it out in October. If you haven't listened to it, go give it a gander. Streaming everywhere. You can also find it on YouTube. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. I appreciate your time and uh, have some fun for the rest of the week. All right. Have a happy new year. We'll get back to it next week. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real soon. Later. <laughs>